And this is also for me the great value of XR Valley, bringing together people with different backgrounds, with different expertise, and together creating the best experience. Hey everybody, thank you so much for checking out the podcast XR Valley Talk, where we engage in conversations with leading Belgian voices in extended reality. In this episode, Jelle de Manet and I, Desiree Timmans, have a conversation with Tom Hameel, founder of the PEC Studio. We talk about the value of XR Valley in Belgium to create better experiences, the VR customer case Flux at Danone Nutricia Research, and the future of XR. Let's begin. Tom, welcome. Thank you for having us on this podcast. Tom, you are a founding member of XR Valley. What does XR Valley mean to you? XR Valley wants to bring together all the companies, creatives and innovation companies that work in the XR industry. And we are very happy to be a founding member because I believe we have a lot of companies here in Belgium that have some great stuff to offer, some great solutions, some great innovations. And I think it's really important to gather all this knowledge and to bring these people and these companies together because I truly believe that together we can offer a better package towards anybody who is interested in XR because each company has its competences working in its niche and bringing all these knowledge together makes we can better service our clients. This is why we are very happy to be a founding member of XR Valley. And we're going to talk today about a case named Flux. It's from Danone Nutricia Research. But before we deep dive, what is the link between science and XR and how does it create opportunities? XR creates a lot of opportunities to explain and to engage your audience. In the case of the Flux program, the idea was to explain what they did in the research department of Danone. And of course, this is rather complicated. These are scientists, it's labels, they're investigating bacteria. So it's a large distance if you're not a real specialist. And thanks to XR, you have the opportunity to tell a story and to bring this closer to the people and for sure to engage them. So for me, the real advantage of XR in the case of the Flux project, we used virtual reality, is that you can really immerse your visitor or your client or your stakeholder in the world and really tell your story by immersing the person into the story. And also this results in a better engagement and a better understanding of the story that you want to tell. You can go further with that. You can go into training. You can do other things. But at the pack, we are specialists of storytelling. And it allowed us to tell it in a really low-level way and to engage people who are not scientists, who are not experts, to really understand in a very comprehensive way what the scientists at Danone Research are doing and how they are creating better foods and how they take care of our health. So this is really a great opportunity to do this with virtual reality. Okay, I understand. So it's not only brand awareness, brand experience, it's also to generate more revenue by giving your consumers a better experience so that they understand what is going on. And that, for instance, the yogurt from Danone has a scientific background and is good for you. Is that correct? 
Yeah, in this case, it was really to explain a bit what they do at the research department and how yogurt has a positive impact on the health of somebody. And of course, if you take it into other consumer goods, you can tell other stories. So it creates really a large opportunity of telling and engaging not only customers, but also employees inside the company or other stakeholders visiting your company or being interested in what is going on. So it's brand awareness, but also like communication more in general and also towards the own employees. This is also why the Flux program is in place to better engage employees, visitors, stakeholders to understand what they do at the research department. And in a broader perspective, for every company that wants to communicate towards stakeholders, employees, it creates a lot of opportunities to explain in a low-level way sometimes rather complex processes. It could be, for example, also a beer brewery or whatever. <laughs> Everything is possible in XR. This is why it's for us a great tool. I also have a question. So how do they reach their customers? What hardware did they use? Is it limited to a specific hardware? Can they use it at a bigger scale or is it something at the central location, for example? Yeah, the first phase of the program is in a booth. So if you go visit Danone in Paris, you can enter a booth. So this is a fixed installation. Now, when launching the program, they're looking into porting into mobile devices to really expose it on a larger scale. Also, this, with the technology evolving very rapidly in XR, it creates a lot of opportunities, not only for the Flux program, but also for other companies willing to explore the world of XR. The time is already behind us to think about fixed location-based installations. We believe all the mobile developments and innovations evolving so rapidly will create a lot of opportunities to do it at different locations and also at the spectator or your visitor at home. We believe that it will be possible to have VR experiences at home using 5G. So this creates a whole new world to engage with your audience and the people you want to reach. And Tom, can you explain to us the experience? Yes, yes, of course. So it all started with the request from Danone Research to tell the story behind their scientific research. And the mission began with Danone saying like, okay, we know our story. We know it very good, but we are the scientists. And if we're going to explain it, we're going to do it in a scientific way. But we come to the pack because you are the storytellers. So they gave us all the information about what they do, how they work, what they do in labels and all this kind of scientific information. And we had a look at it, we analyzed it, and we started thinking, of how are we going to approach this? And it started also with what is the best technology, because it was not defined from the beginning what we were going to do. You could work with like a standard video or a projection, but rather quickly in this case, we thought it would be really good to do it in virtual reality. Take the visitor, your audience with you, Having the real focus, immerse the person for 10 to 15 minutes, not too long, on a journey. And that's actually the first experience that we started to develop. The creative idea that we came up with is to take you really on a flight. So if you start the experience, you really take off, you lift off in a spaceship, a bit uh, Star Wars style, and you dive into a boat of yogurt, and then you dive into your body. So you go into the stomach and from the stomach, you go into the intestines. And while you are in yourself controlling the spaceship, the voiceover is taking you with the story of Flux. And you can really engage the visitor and take him on a journey. So the first experience is called also the journey. And 
they notice that people really are better understanding the story because they experience it. It's very different than just lean back and watch a video or watch a presentation. Here you need to engage. You lean forward and you go into the story. And this is really a great way of taking your audience with you. And did you already get feedback from the visitors? What was their experience? Until now, all the visitors are really very enthusiastic about it. This was a project that was launched during the COVID-19 pandemic. Nobody could ever imagine the length this crisis had. So it means that now they're really starting to roll out the Flux program. Until now, everybody experiencing it is really very enthusiastic. And they also noticed that the people who did the experience are better aware of the story and they better understand it than just having a lean back presentation or video. So you start from the storytelling and then depending on the needs, you choose the technology. Is this something that you handle as a kind of a community or do you have all this in-house expertise? project like this is always a collaboration, of course. In the case of the Flux program, we were selected by Health Scouts, a company that is helping bigger corporations in their communication strategy. And there we worked together with Cedric Haverbeke as an XR strategist. So he was also helping to define which technology, how we're going to tell the story. So I think certainly for XR, it's never a standalone. It's not one company or one person that is able to do everything. And this is also for me the great value of XR Valley, bringing together people with different backgrounds, with different expertise, and together creating the best experience. And we as the PAC are rather used to work in this way. So the background of the company is we come out of television and cinema world. We are image specialists and the real competence is the visual effects. So this is adding or removing everything that is not possible in the real world, explosions, all these kind of things. And also 3D animation, adding, for example, an animated dragon into a live action film. So we are very used to work together with different stakeholders. Okay. Tom, what are the lessons you learned from Flux, the VR program? The lessons learned is that we learn a lot about science in bacteria and how they can improve the products and see what is good for your health. But more in general, we learned a lot about listening. What is the story that you want to tell? What is your expectation? What do you want to get out of an XR experience? What is your audience? And starting from these elements, putting together like what we think is the best solution, both on a technology as on a storytelling level. So the first experience that we developed for Flux was the journey with the spaceship and exploring the human body. And the second experience is inside the lab and it's more gamification. So you're going to start playing with bacteria and if you combine the good ones, then you win, you can go to the next level. And this was for us also a rather new thing. Games is something that we really want to explore because the mission and the DNA of the pack is that we want to be able to create content for any kind of platform, being it gaming, being it virtual reality, augmented reality. So this was more the serious gaming. So for us, the lessons learned is taking into account very different stakeholders, also the scientific inputs and bringing this all together together with the team and working toward the best outcome. And a very important element also in the experience is the sound. So we worked together with Demute, an immersive sound company also based in Brussels, Belgium. And it was a real pleasure working together with experts that are used to create sound experience in an immersive world. It's really a matter of teamwork. And this is the lesson learned. 
if I was asking the question, what talent would you need in the future? Is it more like integrator profiles? Do you need the specialists? That's a very good question, Yella. Developers is a real bottleneck in our case to find them and also to engage them to come and work in the media industry because, as we all know, the salaries are not the highest. So developers for us is really difficult to find. And then at this point, the people having the skills and being used to work with the real-time engines, not only for gaming, but using it to create content also for other experiences. So these are for us the two main missing profiles, so to say. In all industries, these programmers are really a bottleneck. And I think that will only worsen in the future because most companies that want to do the transformation will have to have these in-house developers or programmers that can help them with that. But I think if people see what the outcome is, what the possibilities are, then they will be more enthusiasts about working with it. This is what we see in our company. People sometimes making the choice to shift from a more classical industry into the media industry because they say like, okay, this is what I love. This is what I want to do. It's my passion. And that's the advantage we have. And in the media, these programmers and creatives, can you find that in one person? Um, I do not believe that these competences you can find all in one, in one person. It's better to see, okay, this is really someone who wants to focus on the development side, but he has this feeling with creative projects. And this is what you see at our company. These are people who are really happy to go to a premiere of a movie or to be part of the creative process. And of course, our creative people, they also have this tech savviness. They are interested in what is going on on a technical level. Most of the people, the creative people working at our company, they are at the edge of technology and creativity. And you're working with all these technical people your own backgrounds, is this also something technical or is it more from the storytelling that you arrived in this domain? I studied history, so it's something completely different. I'm interested in it, but I already knew that I wouldn't focus my professional career on that. And what I really like to do is being an entrepreneur, doing startups, bringing teams together. This is my passion. This is also why this industry is good for me, why I fit in there, because it's project-based. So each time, again, you need to think of teams, you need to think of how are we going to approach this project or this film. And this is also why I like the innovation part of what we are doing, because I believe certainly in the media industry, if you're not going with the technology, that you will become obsolete. So your company will disappear. I think that's a very nice example and I think that also gives hope to people that don't have a technical background also to don't be afraid to become an entrepreneur in the XR industry. And being more diverse also can be more creative. And if you want to understand where we are going, of course, you have to understand where we are coming from. And based on your study, that's what you did, Tom. So my next question, of course, is where are we going? I think this technology is creating a world of opportunities and possibilities. And I truly believe in the mix of the real physical worlds and what you can do in XR and how you bring the two of them together. I'm not this believer that everything is going to become the metaverse or will be XR. I think people need to be in touch with other people. But what I do think is that it will create an enormous amount of possibilities, even things that today we are not imagining also making our lives more comfortable. For example, if you use XR to, in the virtual world, gonna fit clothes. I don't like shopping, so for me that would be like <laughs> something really cool. 
this is what I think where we are going. And of course, to jump to artificial intelligence, where are we going to limit it? How are you going to do regulations? But I do not believe in trying to stop this kind of evolutions, but it will be a balancing act. How are we going to integrate it in our lives? That's a hot topic, of course. Will AI help creativity or will it compete with human creativity? How do you look at that? So where is AI going to? I think it will be good for our creativity. It will create new opportunities. If you go to the chat GPT, okay, it can maybe create for you the first version of a text, but then you will work with it and you will put your insights into it. You will add it. I don't believe that it will take over. One of the regulations that I can imagine is that they're going to say the chat GPT needs to say where he gets the information from. And I think on a technological level, it should be possible. And then you can say, okay, this text generated by AI, do I trust it or not? Because you can check the sources of it. So these kind of things, I think we will need to put them in place. And I think humans are creative enough <laughs> to think about solutions. Now you're talking about text generation, but for content creation, how do you see the impacts of XR on your business? It will be huge. I think not a lot of my colleagues will like to hear it, but I believe that a lot of the work that's now being done almost manually will be done by software. A lot of evolutions will have an impact on our industry. But then I think we will again have an added value because then the first part of the work is done and then you will add new stuff. Interesting. And Tom, is there anything you would like to share with our listeners that I didn't ask you yet? I think XR Valley for Belgium will have a real added value to bring together all the knowledge that we have here in Belgium to create better experiences. Well, thanks for that. And Jelle, would you like to add something? I want to work at the PAX studio now. <laughs> so Tom, <laughs> where can we apply? Jobs at the PAX.studio. <laughs> Tom, it was really a pleasure to talk with you and I certainly learned from it. So thank you very much. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of XR Valley Talk. We gladly connect with you, so feel free to get in touch via our website xrvalley.be